Ever wondered what a psychiatrist's top five antidepressants might be? It's one of the most common questions I get from viewers. In my decade plus of doing this, I've had a lot of experience with these medications and I've seen firsthand how they can transform lives positively, but sometimes negatively as well. Because of this, every psychiatrist develops their personal favorites, their go-to meds. And if you stick with me to the end of this video, I'm gonna reveal my number one choice, which I've seen make incredible differences for my patients. But before we dive in, you may be wondering, who is this guy and why should I listen to him? Well, my name is Dr. Salman Aziz Mirza. I am a psychiatrist who's triple board certified in adult psychiatry, child and adolescent psychiatry, and addiction medicine. And I promise you'll be surprised by some of my favorites. Now that we've gotten acquainted, I want to emphasize something really important. The antidepressants I'm about to share are my personal favorites based on my clinical experience and the scientific knowledge available. They are not one-size-fits-all solutions. Mental health is complex and what works best will depend on an individual's specific symptoms, overall health, and other factors. It's paramount to consult with your own healthcare provider before making any changes to your medication regimen. And also, before the conspiracy theorists start commenting, Big Pharma is not paying me for this video. This is purely a peek into my toolbox. But if Big Pharma does want to pay me, make sure to slide into that inbox. You know where to find me. With that important note out of the way, let's jump into the countdown. First up is a medication, and I'm already cheating because it's not technically an antidepressant. Starting at number five, we're diving right into the deep end with Spravato, or Esketamine. This one's unique in the world of depression treatment, and the story of why I included it on this list might be a bit of a surprise, just like it was for me. You see, when I first heard of Spravato, I was skeptical. You're telling me that a party drug is curing depression? Come on! But when I started to offer it in my practice, the results were nothing short of astounding. Rapid, life-changing results for patients with treatment-resistant depression who had taken endless lists of medications, often within just two weeks. Now. How many medications can claim that kind of speed? Experiencing the power of Spravato opened up a whole new world of possibilities for me, especially when it comes to non-traditional medications. This has forced me to keep a close eye on developments in the psychiatric uses of other non-conventional treatments, including psychedelics, such as MDMA, psilocybin, and LSD. But here's the thing. Spravato is not a miracle drug. It has its challenges. For instance, it's an in-office medication with insurance and logistical hoops to jump through. Plus there are the REMS, or Risk Evaluation and Mitigation Strategy Monitoring Program, which can be a hassle. But is the effort worth the outcome? A thousand percent. Before we move on to number four, a medication that's been around for decades, it still holds its ground. Hit the like button if you're finding this insightful and share it with someone who might benefit. Now, can you guess which traditional antidepressant made it to my top five list? Let's find out. Moving on to number four on our countdown, let's talk about an antidepressant that's been around for a while but continues to impress me with its versatility. Cymbalta, or duloxetine. Now what makes Cymbalta stand out? Well, it's an SNRI, or serotonin norepinephrine reuptake inhibitor. The beauty of Cymbalta is that it often gets along well with my patients, far better than some of its drug class counterparts, such as a previous favorite that I have been using less over time, Effexor, or Venlafaxine, which is known for its notorious discontinuation effects. Brain zaps, anyone? 
Moreover, Cymbalta shines when it comes to treating anxiety, thanks to its action on norepinephrine. It's also a handy tool in our toolbox when dealing with patients who are battling nerve pain. But no drug is without a potential downsides, and Cymbalta is no exception. For some people, it can be actually have a pretty bad paradoxical reaction, making their symptoms worse rather than better. The silver lining, however, is that these reactions tend to occur rapidly, allowing us to identify the issue and stop the medication sooner rather than later. What makes Cymbalta one of my favorites is that I have seen patients simplify their complex medication regimens, often managing to wean off potentially troublesome meds like benzodiazepines with the addition and careful titration of Cymbalta. Before we jump into the top three, I have to ask, have any of these antidepressants surprised you so far? Let me know in the comments below. The third pick is one that doesn't always come to mind when we think about antidepressants, but in my experience, it's being atypical is what makes it a winner. As we enter the top three, we're taking a bit of a left turn here with a drug that likes to break the mold, Wellbutrin or Bupropion. What sets Wellbutrin apart? For starters, it's an atypical antidepressant in that it doesn't work primarily through the serotonin system like many traditional antidepressants do. This makes it a fantastic alternative for those who struggled with other meds that primarily target serotonin, like SSRIs or SNRIs. Plus, Wellbutrin comes with a few other neat features. Sexual side effects, often an unwelcome guest and deal breaker with many antidepressants, are typically less of a concern here. In fact, Wellbutrin is often used to treat these very side effects where they're caused by other meds. On top of that, it's a weight neutral and can often lead to weight loss and can even lend a hand in quitting smoking. I've also found it to be particularly helpful for those needing a boost in energy levels. You know that depression where you can't get out of bed? This might be an option. However, it's not all sunshine and rainbows with Wellbutrin. There's a possibility of weight loss or appetite suppression, which might be a concern for some. For those who have a seizure disorder, Wellbutrin is known to reduce the seizure threshold, so it may not even be an option. And if you're someone who struggles with anxiety, Wellbutrin might not be your best ally. It may have no effect or even worsen anxiety in some cases, making it a better choice for people dealing with depression by itself, which is not always common, as we know that depression and anxiety often come as a package deal. Now, we're down to the final two. The next one is an antidepressant that's helped countless individuals over the decades, and it's a bit of a staple in my practice. Can you guess which one? Taking the silver spot on my list is a classic that's been around the block and proven it's worth time and again. Zoloft, or sertraline. Why does Zoloft rank so high? For starters, it works exceptionally well for those who can tolerate it. It's also inexpensive, which is always a bonus in my books. But what makes Zoloft truly special in my experience is its impact on anxiety. It tends to have a calming effect, helping to take the edge off of those intense feelings of unease. So many patients who struggle with social anxiety or school refusal have benefited from this medication. Zoloft also offers a wide range of dosing, which gives us a flexibility in tailoring a treatment plan to each unique patient. This also comes in handy if we ever need to taper the dosage down. However, it's not a perfect fit for everyone. Zoloft can lead to weight gain, and it's not the kind of weight that's easy to shake off. This can be a deal breaker for some patients. And while it's generally well tolerated, that's not always the case. I've noticed that the bump to 50 milligrams often determines whether a patient will be able to tolerate it or not. Now, we've arrived at the final stop of our journey. My number one pick is an antidepressant that's won my trust over the years. Its effectiveness and safety have made it a go-to in my practice. Who's ready for it?
And finally, we've reached the number one spot on my list. My all-time favorite antidepressant is, drumroll please, Old Faithful Prozac or Fluoxetine. <laughs> Why Prozac? Well, the phrase old as gold comes to mind. Prozac is a tried and true medication that has stood the test of time, the first SSRI antidepressant developed, and therefore has the most research and evidence behind it. It's effective, it's affordable, and its adverse effects are often very mild to minimal. In my practice, Prozac has proven itself to be a true triple threat, working fantastically for not only depression, but also anxiety and OCD. For those struggling with low energy, it tends to provide a boost, something many of my patients appreciate. Another advantage of Prozac is its long half-life, meaning it sticks around the body for quite a while. This makes it more forgiving if you miss a dose or two, a benefit not always shared by other antidepressants. For these reasons, Prozac is often my first choice for those who have never tried an antidepressant before. But no medication is without its drawbacks. Due to its long half-life, tapering off Prozac or stopping it completely can take some time. Also, it can take a while to kick in and start showing its positive effects. And for some reason, Prozac tends to poop out and stop working after taking it for many years, like a decade or so, which can be destabilizing for patients. Well, there you have it. My top five favorite antidepressants, from the revolutionary Spravital to the classic Prozac. I hope that you've enjoyed this journey into my mind and my practice a bit. Please, please, please remember, everyone's experiences with these medications will vary and that's totally normal. What works best for you might not be on this list and that's completely fine as well. If you did enjoy this, don't forget to leave a like if you found this video helpful and share it with someone who might benefit. And be sure to subscribe for more content like this. Let me know in the comments below if you want to see my least favorite medications because oh yes, do I have a list longer than five for that one. Until next time, stay well.